Hello, everybody. I'm Kathy Yang. This is the podcast edition of Business Nightly. Central Bank cuts key interest rates by 25 basis points at its first policy meeting of 2020. This amid increased external headwinds, including the spread of the 2019 novel coronavirus. Warren de Guzman reports. After holding key interest rates unchanged for two straight rate-setting meetings, the Philippine Central Bank's Monetary Board decided to cut key rates Thursday by 25 basis points. That brings the key overnight lending rate to 3.75%, which should encourage lenders to cut borrowing costs for both production loans to boost business sector activity and consumer loans to give the public a bit more spending power. The inflation outlook was also updated, with 2020 inflation seen accelerating to 3%, slightly higher than the central bank's last forecast made in December 2019. The culprits, the lingering effects of the African swine fever outbreak, which has now found its way to Mindanao, tighter international supply of rice, and the burden on the economy posed by the Taal eruption and the aftermath of Typhoon Tisoy. External headwinds include various geopolitical tensions and uncertainty surrounding global trade. They're also seen as a downside risk to global growth. Philippine Central Bank Governor Ben Jokno also made mention of the viral outbreak, which has been dominating headlines. The Monetary Board noted that the spread of the 2019 novel coronavirus could have an adverse impact on economic activity and market sentiment in the coming months. The Monetary Board concluded that the manageable inflation environment allowed room for a preemptive reduction in the policy rate to support market confidence. Michael Langham of Fitch Solutions, alongside several other economists and market watchers, were expecting this result. But Langham sees more policy adjustments ahead because of the coronavirus. You've got emerging markets across the world, Turkey, um, Poland, Hungary, I think Brazil's almost there. Um, negative real rates across emerging markets uh, globally. Um, you know, Philippines reserves are strong. The current account balance isn't uh, deficit isn't as wide as it was in 2018, and um, the economy uh, will need a boost because of the negative impact from this virus outbreak. Central Bank Deputy Governor Francis Daquila, however, says the outlook for the Philippine economy remains firm and all current headwinds, including the coronavirus situation, are not enough to affect the Banco Central's schedule for banks' reserve requirement ratio adjustments or Governor Jokno's vow to cut key interest rates by at least 50 basis points this year. Daquila, however, did say there is more than enough wiggle room to pull off more policy easing if necessary. And I would then say that there is not only just a monetary policy space to support growth, but the fiscal space is also there because we already have the budget uh, and the, uh, uh, the uh, expenditure program uh, is in place. The impact of ENCO is also likely to be short term. Uh, because if we base it on uh, our uh, previous uh, experience with uh, SARS, it really lasted um, for just a few months. 
I, if I can recall, uh, two quarters uh, in 2003. The central bank has always insisted its policy decisions are data dependent. But in this instance, the coronavirus has forced them to take a closer look at two specific data points tourism receipts, and transport activity. These, along with the usual inflation movements, will be key when the Monetary Board next meets on March 19. Warren de Guzman, ABS-CBN News. Worries over the coronavirus outbreak also put other Asian central banks on guard. Thailand's central bank unexpectedly cut its benchmark interest rate for the third time in six months, taking it to a record low. Thailand is considered one of the most vulnerable economies in the region to the virus due to its heavy reliance on Chinese tourists and China trade. The Bank of Japan's deputy governor also ready to ramp up stimulus if the economy is derailed, while several others have said they are closely monitoring the situation. Singapore's central bank also says it has room to ease policy as the virus weighs on growth. Analysts say potential growth shocks emanating from China are raising the chances of further central bank policy easing in Asia. The Chinese central bank's injection of more liquidity into the market, seen by analysts as a vital move to maintain market confidence. That's amid supply chain disruptions already being experienced by businesses in China. But as Ron Cruz tells us, other Asian countries are likely to benefit. Some analysts not too optimistic about China's economy for 2020 as the Wuhan coronavirus continues to spread. The virus, which originated from the Chinese city of Wuhan, has so far killed 563 people. The number of infections, meanwhile, has soared to over 28,000. That figure feared to rise as thousands of passengers remain quarantined in separate cruise ships held in Hong Kong and Japan. Fitch ratings now warrants if the outbreak remains uncontained by the second quarter of the year, China's economic growth could fall steeply. It also believes launching a large-scale stimulus to offset the effects of the outbreak could have adverse effects on China's other policy goals. The People's Bank of China has already pumped in hundreds of billions of dollars into the financial system. For Tommy Wu, lead economist at the Hong Kong office of Oxford Economics, that move is vital in restoring market participants' confidence amid the outbreak of the novel coronavirus. It's very important uh, for the PBOC and also other Chinese government authorities to actually come out uh, to have some sort of stimulus or you know comfort or relief measures packages uh, so that the market participants will feel that they're more comfortable and, uh, and hopefully restore some confidence. Wu admits, though, the overall impact of the virus remains to be seen. Right now, uh, the virus outbreak is still... Uh, you know, wait, we're still in a, in a uh, wait and see mode to see when it will be under control. The second thing is, what about the impact on the Chinese economy itself uh, in terms of how it would affect or disrupt production in the upcoming weeks or months that would have an impact on the global supply chain, uh, especially among the uh, Asian uh, economies. Standard Chartered, meanwhile, is cutting its 2020 growth forecast for China due to what it calls the Wuhan coronavirus drag. Its growth outlook for China was downgraded to 5.8% from 6.1%. As the Chinese economy starts to deal with the negative impact of the virus outbreak, like supply chain disruptions, Standard Chartered warns the situation may get worse. 
we think that the virus uh, outbreak uh, uh, the breakout uh, has already caused some supply chain delays uh, given the extended lunar near holidays and the dis- disruption to cargo shipments and overall uh, transport. It could have a broader supply chain impact, especially on the manufacturing sector. So industry-wide, we think the auto and electronics industries are likely to be affected. Ron Cruz, ABS-CBN News. The Philippine economy widely seen weathering the potential negative impact from the novel coronavirus, according to the country's central bank governor, as well as one major business group. But as Bruce Rodriguez tells us, they also expect economic growth taking a hit if the outbreak worsens. The potential economic impact of the novel coronavirus front and center as members of one of the country's biggest business groups meet for an economic briefing. Central Bank Governor Benjamin Diokno was a keynote speaker just hours before he announced the Monetary Board's policy decision later in the day. Diokno says the new coronavirus may strip off up to 0.3 percentage points of economic growth in the first half of 2020, or a slowdown of 0.2 percentage points in the first quarter and 0.4 points in the April to June period. And uh, maybe some uh, OFWs. Exports. Hindi naman tayo exporting country. Yung fruit siguro, but pwede ka naman mag-export na walang tao, di ba? Management Association of the Philippines President Francisco Lim, meanwhile, says while the local business community is growing more concerned over the outbreak, they believe government response to the global health emergency has so far been sufficient. He adds various companies are also implementing precautionary measures to limit the spread of the disease, which include work-from-home arrangements. Lim also agrees with Jokno that the Philippine economy is strong enough to weather any adverse impact of the virus, as well as other uncertainties like the more frequent natural calamities, global geopolitical concerns, and local political noise. I think we're strong enough. I think we're very, very, very strong enough to weather all this crisis. No? Okay. But I hope it stops there. The most optimistic forecast pegs Philippine economic growth at 6.7% in 2020, while the other end of the spectrum sees expansion settling at 6%. Bruce Rodriguez, ABS-CBN News. The number of persons under investigation for possible novel coronavirus infection in the Philippines rises to 178. Three of those tested positive. As earlier reported by the health department, 48 were found negative, while 127 are still pending confirmation. In a press briefing Thursday afternoon, Health Secretary Francisco Duque also announced the agency will use the Athletes Village in New Clark City as a quarantine facility of Filipinos returning from China's Hubei province. The government initially eyed the drug rehabilitation center in Fort Magsaysay in Reva Ecija until the base's conversion and development authority offered the sports center built for the 2019 Southeast Asian Games. We plan to bring back our fellow Filipinos here in the country as seamlessly and efficiently as possible. After an inspection facilitated by the Basis Conversion Development Authority President and CEO, Mr. Vince Dizon in Capas Tarlac, together with the representative of the Department of Foreign Affairs, the Interagency Task Force on Emerging Infectious Diseases has finalized the protocols and procedure to be implemented for the repatriation of overseas Filipinos coming from Hubei province, China.
Contact tracing, meanwhile, is being done in provinces visited by three Chinese nationals who tested positive of the deadly virus. These provinces now facing a decline in tourism numbers, with festivals and celebrations getting canceled to avoid the possible spread of the disease. Philippine shares rallied for the third straight day alongside Asian peers in hopes of a cure for the novel coronavirus. But as Michelle Long tells us, the Philippine Central Bank's latest policy decision isn't seen to make local market move any further. Asian markets climbed as coronavirus fears ease. Investors waiting for confirmation of reported breakthroughs in the development of a drug for the disease. For the day, the PSE index climbed back above 7,500 ahead of the release of the Philippine Central Bank's first policy decision for the year. BSP Governor Ben Jokno has telegraphed a 50 basis point cut this year and has earlier said a cut happening sooner rather than later is better given the lag effect of these adjustments. Question is, will any adjustment now move the needle? Mangan and Markets doesn't think so. And I don't think it matters at all. The uh, market has not been responding to any BSP policy um, because uh, everything is under control. You've got bank lending up, yes, because rates have gone down. But uh, as far as the stock market goes, it, it's, just not, it's just not affecting the stock market that much. Nobody woke up this morning and said, gee, should I go into stocks or should I go down and buy government bonds? That's not the way Philippine investors work. It really comes down to, should I invest in the stock market or should I go buy a new washing machine? In corporate stories, Ayala Corporation and its subsidiary Phil Water will grant proxy rights to Enrique Rezon's Trident Water that will enable Rezon to have 51% voting interest in Manila Water. Post-transaction, the Ayala Group keeps a 31.6% voting interest. This essentially tries to put both groups on equal footing. While the Ayala Group still holds a bigger economic interest of Manila Water at 38.5% and the Rezon at just 25%, Rezon will be able to make decisions for the business, unless, of course, the Ayala Group vetoes it. We can't really say for sure the extent to which how this uh, deal will affect Manila Water's valuation nor Ayala Corp's valuation as well. Uh, what we can say with certainty actually is that Manila Water, uh, the stock, uh, Manila Water's stock price actually reacted positively to the news and it did reinforce the uh, the strong support level we're seeing at 1250, uh, also it's 50-day moving average. So right now, investors should keenly watch the 100-day moving average, the next resistance that Manila Water could uh, challenge within the next few days at 1640. Finally, Tagum Global Medical Center has filed the registration for a 1 billion peso offering with the Securities Exchange Commission. It plans to issue 3,600 blocks, anywhere from 200,000 to 400,000 each. Funds raised will be used to construct a nine-story level 2 hospital with a 179-bed capacity in Davao del Norte. Tagum Global is under the ACE group of hospitals, which has already filed for IPO for its other branches. The group has 30 hospitals in all. Michelle Long, ABS-CBN News. That's it for today. This is the podcast edition of Business Nightly. You can watch highlights, recaps, and exclusive content of our shows online. Subscribe to the ANT YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Thank you for joining us.